Hello beautiful one. This is Dina Marie of dinamarie.com, prosperous soul purpose divine diva and proud supporter and um, to create more and more and more prosperous divine divas, soul purpose divine divas like yourself. This week I wrote a blog called 11 crimes against yourself um, that you need to let go of to prosper. At the moment I'm also running the course, the program Awaken Your Prosperous True Self and it's in preparing a next module that I wrote this blog and it was just like a download. <laughs> the moment I started writing it just came pouring. So I'm sure this is not, uh, this does not um, uh, encompass everything but it's quite a number of things. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to mention them um, the, the sort of the gist of these 11 crimes and then over time over the next weeks I will go into depth into more of them otherwise this is going to be a very long podcast and I really love to keep them short so the more I study the science of success and prosperity and seeing the difference it has made and is still making in my life and business absolutely the more I realize what a tragedy life is for most people as they sentence themselves to life imprisonment for committing these crimes against themselves. And all these crimes are related as other effects or causes of each other. Fortunately, when stopping these crimes, we free ourselves to a life of joy, success, prosperity, health and bliss. So, take an honest listen to these crimes and see which of them are holding you captive so that you immediately can start loosening their grip. Alright, so the first one is living in the past. So if you have the same 65,000 thoughts every day, then you are literally living in the past. This is the case if you don't even remember having most of these thoughts because of the extent that you are running an autopilot. So it's like you are playing the same film reel every day. You have written the script and are playing the same scenes over and over again, just like an actor in your movie. And of course this changes immediately when you decide to take charge of your life, snap out of autopilot, become conscious and deliberately write a new script for your new lead role of a new life that you desire. Crime number two is victim mode. Now living in victim mode often stems from childhood where parents are overprotective and take responsibility for the child in totality. That means the parent oversteps the boundary of responsibility by rescuing the child from all opportunities of learning from their mistakes. And of course they can control to such an extent as a detrimental consequence for both parent and child as it creates a codependence relationship. Okay. So, 
how it shows up in your life is that when things go wrong, you blame it on other things or people and refuse to take responsibility for your life. And actually, it means that you don't take responsibility for your thoughts, your feelings, your words and your actions. That creates your life. So, the result then is that when you do take responsibility, that that puts you at choice. It puts you at cause, actually. And yay, now you have the choice. You have the choice to take responsibility, and this gives you the choice to um, to move how to respond to, to situations. In other words, you don't have control over what happens, but you have control over how you respond. And by taking responsibility of your mind, of your emotions, of your words, and of your actions, you exercise choice. And of course, that moves you from victim to victor. Crown number three is not having gratitude. And when you don't have gratitude for what is, you are missing the most important quality and antidote to fear, lack, and scarcity. All your gratitude is selective or conditional to only feel grateful for when you see the big things arrive or achieved in your life or business. And conditional gratitude goes hand in hand with not acknowledging yourself and not counting the little successes that together create the big things. Crown number four is lack and scarcity consciousness. Now, when you continuously focus on your circumstances and appearances confirming that you don't, what you don't want, you are creating resistance for what you do want. Your brain is a switching station and assigns the energy vibration frequency that every thought is associated with and that energy is released into the thought universe we live in. The law of attraction then picks up the vibration and brings you experiences that match your thought energy vibration. And only when you take control of your mind and you focus your thoughts on what you desire and eliminate the thoughts of lack and fear will you consistently attract into your life that which you desire. As Einstein said, this is not philosophy. This is physics. Okay, let's look at the next one. Settling for less. Another crime that we commit against ourselves is to settle for what we think we could have or should have instead of what we really desire. And this is when you bury your dreams or shrink your vision because you've been conditioned to believe that, you, that what you desire is too big for you to accomplish. So accept now that these limitations are only in your mind and they have no truth. Whatever you desire is divinely inspired and you have everything inside you to make it happen. Furthermore, everything you need to create your dream is already available and accessible to you. And the next crime is really related to this one. And that is to not live your sole purpose. And the next one I will come to now. Living someone else's life. 
So Maslow said, the musician must make music and the writer must write. You are in this life for a reason and that is to express yourself through your talents, your skills and passions in service of others. Now when you live your sole purpose and your life is on purpose, it is full of meaning and you satisfy your human needs of contribution and expression. And as a bonus, this self-gratification boosts your immune system and thereby your health. Isn't it amazing? We are wired that way. Now the opposite of living your sole purpose is when you live someone else's life. This is the next crime. And this, is, this also has the long-term effect of disease on your health. When you have to accept a business that has been created by your parents and now you have the obligation to further it, uh, to take it further is an example of this. Or your partner goes into business and now you are doing the admin to support his plan and his dream. Yes, it may be both of you, but you need, if you love it, that's fantastic. If you love the purpose of the business of your family or if you love the, 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 the purpose of the business of your partner and you can use your talents, you can express yourself and your passions are by taking the business to a next level, that is first prize. But if however this is not the case, you will be deeply unhappy. And probably not doing such a good job running the business. And this is your choice to create your own plan for your life or to become part of someone else's plan. The next crime is comparing yourself to others. Now the intention of comparing our efforts to others and use that to inspire us to manifest our desire is a clever and useful strategy. When, we, when that is the intention, to comparing our efforts, see what we're doing, use that to model other people and use that inspira as inspiration and apply those strategies, great. However, when we compare ourselves to others and judge ourselves as less than, not good enough, inadequate and all the other related distracting self-talk is a crime against ourselves. To the very least, it stifles your growth and paralyzes your efforts so that you create a cycle of making little or no progress. Rather, compare yourself with you and in specific measurable areas so that you can determine what you can do to improve. And that way it's not about your worth or value that is your inner being, but it's about your skills that are external to you. Right, the next crime is self-doubt, perfectionism and procrastination. Now these three crimes against yourself are a result of comparing yourself with others and focusing on the absence of what you desire and thereby fall into fear of not being good enough. The thing is that nobody but you is the judger. This is not to say that you must not have standards. It's not about standards. This is about using your fear to sabotage yourself. A best practice here is to have a list of criteria for when something is about 80% ready to be 
ready to be put out there so that you can do it because the feedback would give you the 20% to improve on. And this then boosts your confidence, it removes the self-doubt and the procrastination. This is a, the next one is a serious crime and that is not forgiving yourself and others. We judge ourselves by our intentions and others by their behavior. And most often we have no idea what the intentions are of others because we don't ask. We make assumptions that are almost always incorrect. And you know what? Harboring grudges, judgments, shame, guilt, anger and resentment against yourself and others in your body is the recipe for attracting a life of low vibration, misery and disease. And when you forgive, you let go of these emotions and you wipe the slate clean to start again. You accept that you are not perfect in your humanness and make mistakes. And you also appreciate that this is the same for everybody else. So best practice here is to visualize yourself, the people whom you need to forgive and those that need to forgive you around a campfire. And speak to everyone in turn, giving and asking for forgiveness and of course do not forget yourself. Looking at the mistakes you made and just forgive yourself for that. Let it go. The last three crimes. Number 10, number 11, is not using the riches of your mind. Forget about the number, I can't even start it wrong. So this crime is not using the riches of your mind. Now, when you commit all these crimes against yourself that I've been talking about now, up to now, is you are not tapping into the riches of your mind to create the life that you desire. Everybody at birth receives these amazingly powerful riches of perception, reason, imagination, and intuition. And yet we are not taught how to use these riches to create what we want. The underlying theme of all these higher faculties is choice. It is to use your power of choice to focus your thoughts and direct your mind to create what you desire in harmony with the universal laws of source or God or the creative substance, whatever this higher power is to you. Now, there are people who have discovered these riches and are using them. And they are easy to recognize as they are the people who are successful, who seem to make success of everything they do and live the life of their dreams. The amazing thing is that this is available to every person on this planet. It does not matter where you are now in your life right now. When you start to wake up, your conscious mind from its sleep, and decide to take charge of your mind and work with the law of the universe, amazing things happen. And just by the way, this is what this Awaken Your Prosperous True Self program is all about, that I'm doing at the moment, I'm giving at the moment. And consequently, just so that you know, it will be available 
as a um, home study program in about three weeks. That will make it just see from the, about the second week of July. Okay, the next crime is not developing yourself. Often I hear people say that they don't need to learn anything. They are done with school and have made a promise to themselves to never go to school again. If this is you, then I urge you to rethink your promise because the promise you have made is to a life of mediocrity and misery. Four, it is in developing yourself and becoming the being you need to be to manifest your dreams that lies the ultimate prize and that is to become your true self in harmony with God. So study your mind, study the laws of the universe, habits of successful people, etc. to accelerate the manifesting of your dreams. This is one school that you will never get tired of attending. And the last crime is not making time to think. Most people operate on autopilot and function in a blur of activity where every day just continues to the next. And even if you are working to achieving your goals, you can still function in a blur of activity. If this is you, then you are robbing yourself of partnering with the universe. We live in a thought universe and it is absolutely crucial to make time to tap into this higher mind of the creative substance to think, play and plan. And this is when ideas to solve your challenges just come to you. Napoleon Hill in his book um, Think and Grow Rich wrote of a specific man that he went to see and for whom he had to wait as the man was busy with his exercise. Doing nothing is another way of resting and receiving. Take a break and go for a walk. Regroup between activities for at least 5 to 10 minutes, just stretching and breathing, thinking intentionally what you wish to achieve next and wait for a new way to, of accomplishing it, if you are not sure. Now, asking powerful questions complements your time to think, plan, um, play and plan. For example, what are three ways to create anything specifically? I just focus on the outcome as, it, as, as if it's already solved, you know, the outcome of what you want. And you will receive the answers to get there. So do this practice from now on. Set 15 minutes aside every day and even a full day or a weekend to think, plan and play and you will be amazed at the results you get in your business and your life. We need to get quiet to hear the voice of your higher self, of source of God. We need to get quiet for that. Right, there you have it, 11 crimes against yourself that you need to let go of to prosper. Now, as I said, over the coming weeks, I will go in more depth into them. And um, because the, when we start to take notice of these and we start to uh, really wake up our conscious mind and work with the universal laws and 
take control of our mind and direct it. And not let our, let our thoughts just run, just run wild. Then amazing things start to happen. So you are welcome to go to my website, dinamore.com, and get your free report of the three must-haves for a profitable business. And while you're there, take a look around and to see you and get to know me. You can ask questions by commenting on this podcast or joining my Facebook group or joining my list if you get the free report. Send me an email. I would love to hear from you in any way. Alrighty then, I'll see you soon. Oh, I'll I'll chat to you soon again. Bye for now. Have a great day and a fantastic week. And prosper. <laughs>